There really are no easy words to describe Denise Davis. Um, she is so full of life. I can't even put into words how much fun it is to sit on my back deck with this woman, sipping a little mint water. Um, mint water, specifically um, for this podcast, um, an aberration because Denise has been free of alcohol addiction for about 30 years. And what I love about Denise is that she can hang around people drinking wine and it's not a problem for her. She has engineered herself a strategy and she now helps people with um, personal organization in their office, in their homes, in their closets. But you're going to be surprised to find what usually lies behind the clutter. So grab your glass of mint water or your glass of wine and join us for this fun conversation with Denise Davis. Today's episode of Women Working Wine Wednesday with Denise Davis, my, I have to say, new friend. We've been friends for about a year and a half. Yep. And um, I remember the first time we met at Starbucks. Yep, me too. It still stands out. We, we were both going, okay, somebody told me that you really need to know Denise. And I have so many coffees with people. Oh, and yet once each of us shared just a little bit of what we do and how we see the world, it was like, yes. we need to hang out more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was instant. And we probably, that was less than an hour conversation because yeah. we were both on a time uh-huh. limit. And... Um, but it was so funny. I remember leaving my house thinking, oh, I just, I don't have room for another friend in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the friend positions are taken. So oh let's just have a meeting. We'll understand each other's business and then we'll be able to, to go on with life. But it right. was not possible. We were, yes, magnetized and to each other. And then you, you uh, signed up to be like co-chief of this new women's organization and like well that's crazy if you had no more time in your life now you're toast I know I know one of those things it's been fun to to build this together because I think we we both want to we see the world the same way yes absolutely and with a sense of humor yes and sitting outside on my deck on this lovely Wednesday is there not a better place to um, sit and, and talk about life it's perfect it is just perfect yes it's so much fun and and you add value to people's lives every day as a professional organizer I I think it must be a really rich work to do because you're you're really changing their everyday reality I know my husband has benefited Mm. from your service he's always saying Denise would tell me oh I love that I love that trying to manage his mess how tell us about the trajectory of your career, what, what brought you to the point where you were, you became a professional organizer? Mm. Well, I spent um, my first career life in outside sales. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would end up in outside sales, but all of a sudden it, I fell into it. I was a natural and I loved it. Um, and so for almost 20 years, I sold janitorial supplies. Right. 
and toilet was, paper. Yes, fondly <laughs> referred to as the toilet paper lady. So I do feel like I've graduated from the toilet paper lady to professional organizer. I think I just yeah, that was a big big promotion big leap. there. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I stayed in outside sales, and after I left the janitorial supply business, was in a couple different um, jobs selling. Yeah. And my very last sales job was with UPS Freight. And I thought, well, this is good. Um, I can retire here. I'll get a nice pension or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, it was just a comfy, cushy place to be able to finish finish out my career life. Yeah. And um, my husband was not doing well. He has MS. And yeah. so his health was failing. And we were looking at him getting ready to go on disability. So mm -hmm. it was perfect time for me to get a secure job with a big company that I'll never go out of business and I'll work there forever. And um, it was really probably one of the worst jobs I ever had. I mean, wow. I was married to UPS Freight. Wow. And um, so that just brought challenges into our marriage, yeah. obviously. It's yeah. a huge problem when you're married to your work. And you don't even like them. <laughs> That's a whole nother. I mean, talk about... It's one was, thing if you love a job yes. and it sucks the life out of you. Yes. At least you're doing good work. Right. But this was not the case. Right. No, no. So um, after I left there, I had a couple funny part-time jobs. I worked at Starbucks for a little while. I needed insurance. Mark at this point was on disability. disability. Uh -huh. And um, I ended up at the last God willing hopefully the last job I'll ever have working for mm -hmm. someone else or at least someone that I didn't like working for let's just say that and um, it was a crazy crazy business little mom-and-pop business um, that was run incredibly poorly yeah and I was in inside sales so I was basically telemarketing uh -huh. which I hated yeah but the promise of someday you'll go into outside sales here. They didn't even have outside sales right. positions there. Right. But it was really, really psychotic place to work. And I was promoted and promoted twice and fired within a 10 week period. I called my husband and said, I just got fired. He goes, no, well, you just got promoted last week. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite funny and it was quite a shock. And I came home and, um, I was ready to go get another job. I'm the kind of person that, you know, I'll see, I'll be back when I get a job, take care. Yeah. And I've always been that way. And I came home and my husband said, you have to stop. You have to just stop and listen to what God wants you to do. You need to find what your next calling is, what your next place is. You don't need another job. Right. We're going to be okay. And nice. that was hard for me to accept because... Mm. I have lived in, I can get wrapped around fear with yeah. the subject of money very, very easily. So I listened to him, thank God, and um, really just started praying and seeking God for what I was supposed to do. And interestingly enough, I was at um, running late for church one day. Uh -huh. Mark wasn't, didn't, wasn't able to make it. And I was sitting downstairs by the coffee shop, which is where you get every other word of the sermon or the song, because as soon as they start whipping the milk, you really can't <laughs> hear half of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was interesting. Our pastor was doing a series on beauty, 
and how we have so much beauty around us. We meet people that have beauty inside and outside. Everywhere we go, there's beauty. There's God's right. beauty. But where, when do we really stop and appreciate it? And somewhere in this sermon, God downloaded to me that my calling was to bring beauty to others. Nice. And that resonated like nothing ever had before. And I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I was really, that was like a really cool calling. Painting is a hobby of yours. Yes. Part yes. Of it. I love watercolor painting. Yes. And, um, but I didn't know how that equaled an income. Right. And within about the next three month period, professional organizing came on my radar. I didn't even know there was such a thing. And um, I fell in love with it and have not looked back. I'm six years into business and what I get to do with people and what I get to, the paths I get to walk with them on is unbelievable. I mean, just deep, deep, deep heart stuff. Right. Well, it it's personal to open up your house to somebody or mm -hmm. your closet like I did. Right, that right. That was so much fun. Yes. But your a, a girl's closet says a whole lot about the it girl. It does. Huh? It does. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking of that really horrible boss that promoted you twice and fired you. Yes. Do you ever wonder what would happen if they got a hold of a really good coach? <laughs> yes, it could be amazing. Yeah. It could really be amazing. So what are the types of um, transformations that take place in people's lives when they, they call you in because they're just trying to get get a handle on, is it their office or is it their home? What are, what are the things that people need help with the most? You know what's really interesting is um, I think that they think it's something different than it, it actually turns out to be. Yeah. And um, I took one of my girlfriend's daughters, thought she might want to be a professional organizer. And I said, just come work with me for a day. Just come and see a client with me and see what you think. So I was working with a client at his business. Right. He was a realtor. And um, he felt overwhelmed because he had a, a little stack of paper on his desk that was less than two inches tall. But it caused him not to be able to work. It caused him major anxiety. He felt like his life was a mess because of this little two inch paper pile. Wow. And so what we did is we picked up each paper and processed through it. And interestingly enough, it's those conversations, it's the questions that I ask people when they have to search for the answer to the question, which is what what's gonna happen in your life that's gonna cause you to need to find this paper again? Why have you, if you wanna share this with the other 200 realtors in your office, and the magazine article is already six months old, number one, why haven't you? Well, I didn't have a good way to do it. Oh, okay, let's talk about finding the magazine article online and emailing it out to everybody. You know, his heart was, to help other people, right? But he didn't have, didn't know how to do that. So, mm. um, but it was so interesting because I got back in the car with Laura. She was so cute. She said, "So, you really organize people's emotions, huh?" Wow! <laughs> oh yes. wow! The yes. light bulb just came on. Yes. They think they're organizing their yes. clutter. Yes. But you're organizing their inside life. Yes. And that's the part about the job that I love. I mean, when I get to ask people 
questions and they stop and think about something that they stop and think about a question that no one's ever asked them before right. and so it lands in a lot of different places you know it's either you know there's happiness in regards mm -hmm. to it or there's sadness around that yeah. event whatever it happens to be so wow. every single thing I do is really I really do think it is inside and outside organizing and my tagline is live chaos free from the inside out oh. and it can start either way it can start on the inside or it can start on the outside I mean people don't call me because they feel like their emotions are out well, of control. Well, I was going to say, can I call you when my emotions are out of control? Yes. And you can just skip the desk and go Absolutely. straight to my brain. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's you know, do it. That happens so much. That's mm -hmm. why I started 360 Life Strategies. Yeah. I learned that I needed to create strategies to not become the addicted person that my parents had become. Yes. And you've gone through addiction yep. recovery yourself. Yep. So you understand what it's like to organize a chaotic brain. Yes. We need to access that mm -hmm. and we need to stop being afraid to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because if you try to pretend that everything's all right, it just leads to more frustration, right. right? But it's interesting because I think so many people don't know that their brain is that taxed. Yeah. I mean, you and I are aware of it because of the businesses that we're in, mm -hmm. but I think the people who call me and have the weight of the clutter or the paper they don't know what to do with or the bankruptcy papers from 20 years ago or the divorce papers, all those things, they think that the problem is if I just deal with this paper, it'll be okay. Everything's fine. But there's a reason why the paper's there. It is so, yes, it's, it's taxing on their mind, but they think they're calling me so I can set up a filing system for it. Right, a filing system. Can I tell a story around yes. that? I was in college and <laughs> made a friend with someone who um, reluctantly invited me into her home. She said, my house is a mess. I said, I don't care, that's fine. I'm happy to hang out with you. When she said a mess, she was actually under um, uh, emphasizing. <laughs> you walk in the door, and the the room is a couple inches deep in paper. Yeah. On the floor, you have to walk on the yeah. paper to get to the kitchen yes. or to get to the bathroom. And she said, "I just don't. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do with this." Mm. And I said, "Well, I'm a very organized person, so let me come and help you sort this and file it." Mm. And would you believe after? six hours on a Saturday it was there was still paper all over the place because we could spend an hour on one piece of yes. paper yes so what yes. do you do in that case when somebody has collected so much yeah. clutter they don't even know what to do with right. it one of the things that I do that I think really frees up my clients and also probably entices people to work with me as well as gives them the ability to go oh yeah relief you're not who I thought you were gonna be I thought this was gonna look differently but um, th I think there's a lot of organizers or people think that organizers come in and that they're the trash Nazi or the throw or the giveaway Nazi or whatever I mean mm -hmm. they just I think people fear that I'm gonna stand there and wait for them to make a decision and it better be toss or donate or you better have a really good reason to keep it. And one of the things I do is I always have a, an area set aside when I'm working with my clients called delayed decisions. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to stand over you right. and wait. I don't want to talk 
for an hour about this document because the reason we're talking about this and the reason it was on your floor is because you were stuck two years ago when you dropped it on your floor. Mm -hmm. um, but that decision has to be made. So let's put that into delayed decisions and let's put an expiration date on it. Just like milk goes bad after three yes. weeks. I'm going to give you time to think about this. You process it. I'll give you the questions to ask yourself. Why did you keep this paper? What event in your life is going to cause you to come back to this piece of paper? Mm -hmm. I am such a firm believer that if you have the real estate in your home or your space to be able to keep something you want to keep, keep it. Yeah. But when it becomes the matter of I can't live in my house anymore, mm -hmm. there is so much. She is so stuck on the inside and so... She has so much going on in her mind that the papers are just, this is, this is what it looks like inside my head, Donna. Mm -hmm. That's basically yeah. what her message yeah, that, was. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because an ordered universe is an ordered mind. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can get, become obsessive in even that. Yes. I, I'm obsessive because I had a chaotic childhood. I like things to be in their place. Sure. And I get a little bit... Literally unsettled and anxious yes. and choky uppy in yeah. the throat when things are not in order. But I've learned to breathe through that because I live in a house with five people. Right. And they're going to throw me out if I keep moving things. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. And there has to be compromise and there has to be good communication. So some of it is fixing the chaos in your head without yes. fixing the circumstances yes. too. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. I don't, can't even imagine how they train you. Yeah, I know you go to these conventions and I mean, there's so much psychology in what you do. Mm -hmm. It's like you're you have a you must have an honorary psychology degree. Oh. I mean, how well how are you equipped? Thank you. I'm only equipped by God's grace. Only oh. by God's grace. And I, you know, you mentioned recovery and I have praise God by God's grace 31 years of sobriety. And I think through that 31 years and sponsoring people and working my own program and really doing the 12 steps, right. I think it's caused me to have in my arsenal questions or um, the ability, tools, the ability mm -hmm. to hand somebody a tool that I use yeah. and have them try it out. Um, and so I think it's just, I mean, everything from my past, God goes, here's, here's every experience that's happened to you, all the horrible, all the wonderful, it's all combined here. And now you get to use it with somebody who wants to talk with you for one hour about one piece of paper. Yeah. And it's just literally been, I mean, I will open my mouth and the Holy Spirit goes, blah, and I'm like, ooh. That was wow. really good. Who said that? <laughs> Could somebody write that down? <laughs> exactly. Isn't that a beautiful place to be, though? Yes. You should just carry a recorder. That would kind yes. of violate client confidentiality. It would kind of violate client But you could always do that with me. I think uh, I think it's just amazing. I'm now I'm so excited. I want to I want to go around and, and see what you do. Yeah. I want to follow Come you. On, let's go. I, it's amazing. It is it is such a fun. The thing is um we all have amazing gifts and we were I do believe everyone was created for a purpose. Yes. None yeah. of us was created to just work some J O B, collect yeah. a paycheck and watch T V all night. Yes. But yet 
I think the reason why so many people find themselves there, I'm just saying, I know a lot of people who do kind of pass the time because they're not really sure what they're here to do. And it's hard to discover that, but the, the clutter in your life kind of represents the clutter in your brain that totally. can be cleared out. Mm-hmm. And I just read about this teacher who um, walked into a church in, and basically shouted, wake up. Uh, it's almost as if we, we can sleep through most of our life yes. without yes. having a really, really clear yes. purpose. And you, you get in there and make amazing transformational mm-hmm. progress in someone's life because you came to clean up their office. Mm. And I thought there you're going to create a file system, but no. Right, right. It's always so funny when I leave because I always think, well, you thought, <clears throat> you know, it was going to be X, Y, Z. And they, I still leave my clients with this is, this is what you were looking for when I came here. But I think it's so much more and so surprising to them, whether they're cognizant of that at all or not. Right. I do believe it's surprising to them. Absolutely. What actually happened. And I, yeah. I mean, I have had just even the testimonials that I've gotten and some of the testimonials on my website are just, I can barely read them without crying because mm. it's like, you know, thank you God that you used me to be able to do that but wow, I had no idea. You know, I thought we were moving shoes around and, you know, packing up little kiddos' clothes that, you know, of people that you miss in your life or, you know, that, yeah. that moment of motherhood now that's gone. And mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful. It is so beautiful. But one of the things I want to say that I think is really important is. I really am careful too with my boundaries. I never ever want to be that psychologist or psychiatrist in counseling people. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think I throw out more questions and give them more of an opportunity to really search for their own answer. But I always, I mean, I do refer people often to AA. To clinical psychologists. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's a great it's a great service that you're doing mm-hmm. to help them identify why they need to talk to somebody. Yes. It'll be a good use yes. of everybody's time. You know, it's interesting talking about this. I was just thinking about the people who I've worked with and there have been lots of emotions and I worked with them a few times and then they've completely fallen off. They don't um, respond to emails or anything that I send out. They have just weeded themselves out of my life. And it's, I just think that's the way that it's meant to be. There's people that are ready to accept that gift, mm-hmm. and there's people that go, wow, I thought she was just, um, I thought she was just going to come and help me organize my photographs. I didn't know that I was going to have to dredge up mm. the pain of what's behind these pictures. And right what's not in the pictures and so those people just they weren't at a point where they were ready to continue but it's interesting I had never really thought about that until you and I started talking I thought I wonder why some people are gone oh because it is too much all you really wanted was organized photographs right it can't be that easy oh interesting nobody would even think that um I don't think, I don't think I ever thought about Mm -mm. asking for, for help 
with organization of stuff and relating that to yeah. emotional baggage. But, you know, we're about to clean out our house for a big garage sale next weekend. Oh, good. And talk about emotional baggage. Ooh. Um, there are so many things that we hang on to, I think, for good reasons. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. yeah, um, it is cleansing. There's a soul cleanse oh, yes. that happens when you decide, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. Yes. And we're actually, our whole family is really excited to get rid of dishes that we don't really need, that yeah. don't match. And to get rid of, I, I keep little bottles that are cute that I might use as a bud vase one day. <laughs> and my 18-year-old daughter says, why? Yes, yes. <laughs> so... I oh but I, the key is stopping to ask yourself that question. I mean, you keep the bud vase because it's cute. Mm -hmm. You put it up in the cupboard. Before you know it, the cupboard door doesn't shut anymore because there's so many cute bud vases. But mm -hmm. then to have somebody, you know, like your daughter, go wait, why, why, what is it about this one? Oh, well, nothing in particular. Yeah, let's get rid of. Let's it. let somebody else enjoy yeah. that. Well, and it's it's like recycling for the universe. You know, yes, somebody's going to love and need this. Absolutely. Does not need to take up residence in my... Well, and it is just like thoughts. Some thoughts don't need to take up residence in our head. Yes, amen, sister. And sometimes when we get rid of things, we get rid of the thoughts, yes. the baggage, the emotional weight that comes with those. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Boy. I was turning into a counseling session. Oh. Yeah, I love it. Uh, well, and you know, I was going to ask you, I wanted to ask you a question that I'm not going to bring up now because we'll have to just do this another time. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I, I'm um, fascinated with um, how you and your husband go out and have these great conversations and oh. we're entering empty nest. Uh, and I think we'll have a, another um, opportunity to talk together because actually... Um, there are two different reasons to get together. Tammy Maltby wants to do a joint interview with you on Living Simply. Oh, I would on her love Start okay. Simply, Simply Start. Along. Can she come over now? Uh, well, <laughs> of course, how much longer do you have? Right. Yes, we will do that another time. Oh, and I, I think that would be a fun that. thing to still do Thank this you. summer. So we'll, we'll organize that for sure because uh, it is so freeing. You've just really motivated me to go and clean out the closets for Yay. our garage sale. <laughs> but, I'm so impressed with what you do, and I'm so happy that I, I made you. it barely under the door of the last friend you didn't need. You, um, no, girlfriend, the door <laughs> was wide open. I just didn't know that I had room for, for one more friend, and it, I'm it's less that it turned out to be you. funny how you end up not knowing you need another friend yes. until you discover them, and you go, oh, this is a keeper. Yes, absolutely. Well, you're a keeper. We'll do this again. Thanks, girl. Thanks a bunch. Uh-huh. Thanks. I'm so glad you took the time to have a glass of wine with the girls today. I hope you found something that you can take back into your life that moves you from surviving to thriving in your workday and every day. If you love the conversation here, you might like to get on my mail list. Just go to 360lifestrategies.com and sign up. Heck, check out the blog or the retreats page if the subject caught your attention. There are other places where we can hang out. You need strategies for your everyday life? Look up 360 Life Strategies on Facebook or Pinterest where you can find my wine palace. Or suit your soul with everyday inspiration on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360. I hope you'll come again, bring a friend, and let us know what you think of this podcast. Heck, if you'll take 30 seconds and rate us now, 
we can keep bringing you strategies that make work and life work for you. Until next time. Thank you.